This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. Well, you're going to talk about undigital. The idea is specifically to put advertising collateral in a box, right? Or is it a bigger yeah. idea than that? Yeah, I mean, so are you talking about partnerships in all different ways, or are you specifically just talking about yeah. putting the advertising collateral in a box and yeah. forming those partnerships? Sure. Yeah, undigital is, is very laser-focused on specifically putting collateral into boxes. So we connect advertisers, you know, that want to acquire new customers or get awareness out um, to people about new products. And, and so we work with these advertisers to put their collateral into leading retailers, outgoing e-commerce packages. Um, and so, you know, the benefit there is the e-commerce partners that are shipping out these packages, they're willing to put in a relevant advertisement um, that their customers will see because for them, uh, it's a monetization tool, you know, that they get paid to do so. And the advertisers, of course, are excited because for them, they're focused on customer acquisition. So, and the end goal is to also provide a very uh, relevant and exciting offer to the consumers. So, Ryan, you're taking a, a relatively kind of tried and true idea, uh, just like a, a newspaper insert uh, almost, and taking that empty box space. But then where Undigital comes in is really building the platform to put the empty boxes in with the with the advertisements from the advertiser, so you're the you're in between as a platform between uh, the empty boxes and the and the and the shippers of those empty boxes and uh, well not empty boxes boxes with the merchandise in them but space in them for advertising and advertisers right so how do you how do you play that role? Yeah, you're exactly right. So we are the technology platform, and so what we essentially built what Undigital is. Uh, is the platform. It's, it's a self-publishing platform. So essentially, when you go there, you can view all of the, the leading retailers that have available space in their, in their packages. And as an advertiser, all the pricing is there and it's transparent, the number of packages and the price per retailer. And all you do is you upload the artwork that you'd like to put into their box. And at that point, the retailer gets a notification. They log in, they view your artwork, and they approve it as long as you're not a competitive brand. And then we handle all of the printing of the pieces. We deliver them over to the retailer. And on the first of a month, the retailer will include those into all of their outgoing e-commerce shipments. And so it's really, really simple. Um, you know, companies had been doing this, you know, before us, but it was very convoluted and it was very difficult. And there was a lot of time and effort needed. So by our technology and our platform, we really aim to simplify the entire process. So you said when you tried to do this for your own company uh, that you had really good conversion. So how do, yeah. how do your advertisers uh, measure that conversion? How do you know that your business is incoming yeah. from the insert? They have promotion codes, I think, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a great question. So there, there's multiple ways. Uh, the current way that most people are doing it is either through an offer code, right? So um, a promo code uh, would be right. the most popular way. We have a lot of retailers uh, or advertisers that actually use um, vanity URL. So that's where you would have a URL that you would make just to push um, visitors. To so a- you are, yeah. these inserts direct customers to online. It's not like they send a postcard back and get, uh, it's mostly to direct people to new websites, right? Or no? Well, I'd I say a lot of people we work with are um, themselves as advertisers pushing people to an e-commerce site, but not in all cases, you know. So um, we work with um, insurance companies and large athletic uh, apparel companies. Um, the offers really vary. So not in all cases are you pushing somebody back to an e-commerce site, but I'd say in a lot of cases that that is correct. I see. Okay. And so some of the um, retailers that have signed up with you are some pretty high-end ones, like Saks. I, I believe I saw in a Wall Street Journal article that Saks signed up for this. 
Yeah, we've, we've got tremendous retailers, um, uh, huge, huge companies, well-known retailers. And, you know, you can go ahead and visit them, of course, by going to undigital.com. Um, you know, Urban Outfitters just joined our platform a few days ago. Uh, every day there's new people coming on board. Um, and really the way that our advertisers look at this is, you know, uh, we, uh, they're looking to, to advertise with companies that share their target audience, the yeah, demographic that- of it. That's what I was going to suggest. It seems to me the more targeted it is, the better success. Because otherwise you could see some of this stuff in these packages is just like wasteful or annoying kind of, you know, like what stuff, like you were saying about a newspaper, all the stuff Mm -hmm. that falls out of a newspaper when you pick up in the old days, you pick up a newspaper and all these coupons would fall out. (laughs) You just think of it as trash. But if it were more targeted, if the retailers are going after a particular target market and the advertisers more targeted, it seems like a better situation. Yeah, I mean, look, I I think, you know, at the end of the day, all advertising, right, uh, not all advertising is relevant. And the key is relevancy, right? So not every commercial we watch do we say, wow, I love these commercials. But at the end of the day, you know, we always say as a team, the most important thing is providing the consumer with something of value. And there's some pretty amazing offers that come in, you know, uh, free offers to try a new meal delivery service or maybe a wine and spirits company or a really great discount off of something you really wanted at at a uh, apparel maker. And so at the end of the day, right, that's always the key for advertisers. And 100% of the pieces will not be you know, exciting and relevant to each and every consumer that opens it up. But getting inside the box uh, does a couple things that are really tremendous. Number one is it builds a great brand affinity by partnering with you know, an established company. And every consumer is excited to open up their package. Um, and inside, you know, uh, they do, they, they, there's pretty much, a, we say, a 100% view rate. People are open up their box, they're excited to get what they ordered, and they will see your piece. Um, and it's part of the customer journey. You know, um, they always say it takes eight or nine touch points for a consumer to convert. And so we are a part of that journey, and we have uh, advertisers with really tremendous uh, conversion rates. But it all depends on getting to the right audience with the right offer, of course. Are you limiting the number of ads that go into, uh, go into a box? Because I, uh, I was just looking at the, the incredulous look on Barbara's face <laughs> that if, there's, if there were a lot of ads in there or a big stack of paper, I could see how that might go directly into yeah. the recycling. So do you limit it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. And so the retailers actually set that number, and that, that number is on our, on our platform. Um, when you look at each retailer, you can see the maximum number of inserts that will be. I'd say the average is two to three. Um, we have a lot of retailers that will only put in a single piece as well. So, um, you know, very few people will put in many, many pieces. It's mostly um, two to three pieces at the most. Um, and so, yes, uh, that is an important component as well. Well, Keith and I were talking about this uh, during lunch today, and I think you mentioned this, but I'm going to say it since you haven't yet. Are you getting the customer at the right stage of the journey? So they already bought something, and maybe, you know, they maxed out, and they don't want to spend more money. So is this the right time? Well, I don't think there's anything a customer more valuable than a customer that is a purchasing customer and, you know, somebody who is active on the Internet and shopping. And so, you know, absolutely, we believe that these customers that are, you know, have buying habits, they're shopping online, um, showing them complimentary products, introducing new products is a, is a tremendous vehicle. We think it's a, a, a great time. Um, now, this time of year, we're going into quarter four all of our advertisers are looking to push revenue and uh, new ac- new customer acquisition. Um, you know, they're looking to drive up those numbers right now. So it has been absolutely crazy over the last few weeks as, you know, we're creating so many great partnerships. Um, we think the timing is great. And at the end of the day, it's all about results, right? So um, one of the really cool things I want to I share with you is that 
Um, when we set this up, um, we set it up in the way that we really wanted to utilize this for our own company. And, and what I mean by that is some of our retailers have massive volumes. They ship out a lot of orders. Um, we as a company never wanted to go and buy a million or two million monthly units and, and see how, how the results would go. So what you'll notice is all of our retailers have broken down their volumes into uh, small bites. So while you could buy 2 million units in a month with some retailers, uh, you could also buy 10,000 units or 50,000 units. Um, everybody has starter packs where you can test. And so what a lot of advertisers do is they'll buy small across a couple of retailers that share their target demographic and then test and measure the results. Uh, they'll scale the ones that are working really well and optimize, you know, or turn off the ones that aren't working. And these, like segments, these segments are defined by demographics or what purchase yeah. frequency or what are the different ways that you describe these different yeah, bites? Yeah. The most popular way you're, you're going to uh, choose your partnership is going to be by the customer demographic. So, you know, we list the, the uh, percentage of male-female. Um, you know, is it mostly male? Is it mostly female, right? So we've got um, some very female-dominated brands. We have uh, very male-focused brands. We have B2B brands. Um, and then, of course, the age demographic, uh, the age breakdown as well is going to be another key uh, key factor. So this is largely um, segmented by the retailer. So I was wondering, like I was looking at some of the clients that were listed in the article, and one of them was Barnes & Noble. And uh, so, for instance, there could be a lot of different types of products, a lot of different interests. Is there the ability or is this, is this something that's on the horizon that you could match the kind of kind of a, a content based targeting in terms yeah. of uh, in terms of what people are buying and not just based on the retailer? Yeah, it's a great question. It, it's absolutely on the horizon. Um, it's something that we're excited about. We, we absolutely believe that's the future. Um, certainly, as you look at any new channel that comes to market, you know, even the early days of Facebook, right, targeting was somewhat limited, uh, and it's just continued to grow and grow. And, and we expect to, to be able to continue to bring more and more targeting, uh, getting more granular, and ultimately um, providing you know, uh, the most amount of uh, uh, targeting options uh, possible to, to drive uh, to get to the most relevant you know, end, end customer for you. Have you thought, so one of the ways you might grow is what Keith is saying, you know, on targeting and, and be, being more finely tuned, which completely makes sense. But, you know, there's lots of different places to put advertising. Have you thought about other, you know, like I remember a long time ago they would put advertising outside of bananas, you know, or something oh, like man. that. Oh, man, I come from an advertising background, and I know that if eyes fall on it, you can sell that right, space. Right, yeah. <laughs> or advertisement at the gas pumps or right. something like that. I mean, is this the beginning of a huge uh, future, or are you going to stay with just these packages? Yeah, well, I always believe, you know, when you start a, a marketplace or a platform-type business, you know, we really want to uh, dominate and grow a significant market share. We think that the package insert advertising space is at the infancy. Um, you know, we expect to bring thousands and tens of thousands of new companies into this space to create these partnerships. So while we have a lot of great ideas, and, and yes, there are a lot of um, ancillary opportunities, you know, for right now, we're going to continue to come out with the best tools and technology to facilitate this. And then, you know, uh, we're going to continue to look at other opportunities, right, to, to bring, uh, to drive value to our customers. So, you know, for now, we're very, very dialed in, very focused. And so let me just ask you the question you got to get asked every time you talk about retailing. So where does Amazon fit in this? Yeah, well, you know, Amazon, uh, it's an exciting opportunity. You know that Amazon, it's been in the news. They are really looking to expand their advertising revenue. And, of course, they've got so much data. Um, so for them, you know, they actually, uh, there was an article in the New York Times. So Verizon is, is uh, considering doing a, a, a package takeover um, on the Amazon boxes, going to uh, people that are in areas that have the Fios service. Um, we, if you remember a few years ago, the Minion movie was draped across the Amazon box. Uh, you know, uh, 
clearly that was a, that was pretty remarkable and got uh, talked about a lot of press on that. Um, Amazon's got a lot of great data. Uh, we believe that you know they'll be in this space. Um, they'll be able to target and, and help facilitate this as well. Um, the more people talking about this, the better. We think there's a lot of room to grow, and uh, we expect to see Amazon uh, continue to uh, expand in this space as well. So it seems to us we have plenty of ideas for your growth, but I guess <laughs> <laughs> you may have your own plans for doing this. Uh, but how, could you, we're going to have to close in a few minutes, but um, can you give us any idea of conversions and anything like that? Do you have any statistics? Yeah, I was interested in that because it seems like that side of your platform, they're, they're, they're selecting, your advertisers are selecting where it goes themselves, and then the conversion data comes directly back to them. So is there some place for you in this role for data analysis? Yeah, so that's going to be a big focus for us is, is continuing to be able to provide that benchmark data. And we have some really cool things in the work that we're going to be coming out with later in this year uh, to continue to focus on, on attribution, uh, which is really important, you know, tying in all that data. Right, uh, right now, you know, we get our data uh, when the advertisers are, are willing to provide us. And, and we regularly hear our advertisers converting uh, 1% to 2% take rates. Uh, that means, you know, people that are uh, uh, trying out those offers, trying new things. You know, I always say it really does depend on the uh, the level of the promotion. How exciting is the offer? We see great results with people that are getting uh, consumers to try something for free, right? So if it was a meal delivery service or or, or try a free gift, um, getting those customers in the door um, to build those long-term customers that works great. Certainly, the higher the the dollar amount of the product, probably a little bit of a lower conversion rate. But the real key is all about results and and testing and it's measuring your results. And and our goal, we're very focused with our advertisers on getting results, uh, finding which campaigns are working. Um, and the great thing about what we're doing is, you know, over the next two months, we should have well over a billion annualized packages on our platform. So when things are going well, wow, that's a lot. <laughs> a lot of opportunity to scale. And so our advertisers are here. They're testing small. They're testing across many retailers. They're finding their successes. And then they can push the button and, and push the gasoline on those that are working. And it's a great new source for, for customer really acquisition. Really interesting. If you're exceeding 1% and getting near 2 I think you're going to have a lot of business. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are too. And every day we're busy. We're having a great time. It's, it's been a few months and we're building a great team here. And so you can see we're pretty excited. And, oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. Very excited. Ryan Millman, thank you so much for coming back on Thanks, the program. Ryan. It's always nice to have you here. Thank you guys so much. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, Thanks. and if you want to keep up with Ryan, check him out at undigital.com. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.